Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. It's March 14th edition. That was probably one of the best show setups we have ever done. I almost got to see... Jeff Hawkins destroy about 10 vinyl Funko dolls and and a home studio. Jeff, you're here, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, we have three people on this podcast. Thanks for letting me know. I'm doing this, under, you know. I'm doing this under protest. <laughs> Ow, why? Do you hate Australian people? Do you hate women? Do you hate white guys? What's up? Well, well, Sean Ross, it'd be nice to not know in social media before being talked to first. Much like, hey, much like an ex-girlfriend of mine who switched her uh, relationship status to being in a relationship with someone else on Facebook. Jeff, Jeff got <laughs> plenty sauce before this, apparently. So we got SmackDown to talk about tonight, but we are joined by the host of WWE's Most Ridiculous here on Fightful.com. You can check that out every Monday on pay-per-view days. We release it on Sundays, though. And she also appeared on the Talking Sheep podcast last week. Mm. Anna mm-hmm. Bowert. Hello. And, um, Jeff, I'm sorry to say, but Celia told me to remind you that um, she has stolen me from you. And that was all, really. She just wanted to let you know. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the podcast. You all can check out Celia nowhere because we're not going to put over her stuff if she takes you from fightful.com this is not this is not the first time a woman's been stolen from me so i'm fine with it (laughs) (laughs) oh boy well we got smackdown to talk about tonight guys head over to fightful.com all your news results interviews podcasts features photos videos really everything you can ask discussion you can head over there the, the very popular discuss boards that you all like so much we've adopted over at Fightful.com, and they're always going crazy. Of course, we're going to have a lot of WrestleMania coverage, lots of podcasts this week. Showdown Joe is back. 
But we got SmackDown tonight, and Anna, I'll do your do you the honors of, of letting you speak about the show generally. But man, I uh, thought this was a shit show. It was it was horrible. I did not enjoy it. you. Ah, I loved it. Um, so I will just cut to the chase. Did you? Yes. I mean, you of course, the show? I have issues with certain things. And by the time we got to the final match and segment and the stupid fucking cut-ins, I have issue with that. But aside from that, um, it did get to the point where I was just willing to declare um, my engagement to the entire SmackDown brand, not just segments. Um, still, still on the fence about it, but that's how I feel. Yeah. I see you're being enthralled by that. How's my audio? People are saying it's fuzzy. Is it? It's a little fuzzy. Son of a bee sting. Jeff, what were your thoughts on the show? Um, I didn't think it was horrible, but I didn't think it was all that memorable or good either. I think the WWE the past few years has really had a problem making the programs in WrestleMania have a natural build for the weeks between when they decide what they're going to do and WrestleMania to have any real drama or stakes to it whatsoever. They kind of know how to fill space, but they don't know really how to build tension within that. And, you know, I, I think, you know, this is, we're kind of, we're kind of getting to the point where they're trying to just fill space to, to get it across the, the, uh, the finish line for WrestleMania, I think. I agree, but at the same time, it's like, well, compared to Raw, yeah, we're getting cohesive stories and they're entertaining. They're a bit out there, but I would take this ten times over. Well, we're getting better matches, I think. Here, I yeah. mean, I mean, for for all we could complain about in terms of the the builds for the programs, I thought, you know, I thought Becky and uh, not Becky, but. Uh, uh, Alexa and 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 Mickey James was pretty good. And I thought that tag team match was pretty good. I just think, <laughs> I, I just think they were concentrating on the wrong thing while mm-hmm. they were doing while they were doing the tag team match. And and it was yeah. a very, I mean, it was weird because I I found myself enjoying the tag team match, and then I was watching the audience watch the tag team match, and they weren't giving them anything. There was absolutely yeah. no audience feedback to this tag team match whatsoever, and I was. A little bit surprised, but at the same time, not by that. Sean, yeah. are you back with us? Sean? Now he can't hear you at all, buddy. Me? No, no, you're good. <laughs> oh, him. Oh, it's him this time. Okay, good. Yep, yeah. He can go yeah. destroy a bunch of Funko dolls in the back or something to that effect. If we get a guitar smash, that might sell it. Well, he, he wants to give away that yeah. guitar. That's the problem. So while we have this issue, can I just bring up that every time I hear WrestleMania is the ultimate thrill ride, <laughs> all I can think of now is Tom Phillips and sitting on the airplane. Oh, no. That, no. I'm sorry, but that is, I, I'm done. I, Anna, I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you. I'm sorry. You, you're going you're gonna to be on that island alone fighting for this that's, one that's because, as far as the discussion needed to go it was as a, as, that was on my mind as, as a member of the fairer sex you can go into this as a man <laughs> this is persona non grata for yours truly <laughs> and, and well now, and, now sean's out and he's back oh hey speak to me sean 
Tell me something. Nope. No. What did you do? You were fine. Okay. Well, we need, to, we, we need to bring up. We need to bring up some SmackDown notes then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's start then. Right. Right. I. I just don't have the show in front of me. It's usually he run. He usually has the outline. His notes from okay. uh, from the website so, in front of him. Do you? We started with the AJ versus Shane vignette. Um, mm-hmm. AJ really seems to be on top of the whole conspiracy thing at the moment. Now with NASA on top of the world being flat, and now a conspiracy against him and any kind of WrestleMania match. Um, pretty play much. off AJ Styles' personal feelings on on science and things of that. Hey, I actually like. <laughs> Fair enough, you know. I, I don't have I just find it he's endearing and I love him, so that's that was my take on that. Um and then we cut um, straight to Yeah, I I forgot when was this uh aired? Was this aired during two oh five live last week? Like in the in the lead into two oh five live or was it aired in the lead into talking smack originally? Because uh, I didn't see this until like right now really. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> it was talking, yes. talking, yeah, it was Thank talking God. smack. Thank God, somebody that can carry this damn show. You all fumbling around. Oh, but, oh, well, I don't know what to do on the podcast. I've never been on a podcast before. I'm no, we award winning. We thought the professional in the room would would be professional and be ready and have notes and and his audio adjusted and things like that. Yeah, fat chance. I don't know if I have any video either. But I can see you. Unfortunately, what's that supposed wow. to mean? Wow. What, isn't she a welcome addition yeah. to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> fire. Hey, we were trying our best. You shit on us. Well, you know what's going to happen. Straight fire. I hate that catchphrase. Anyway. Yeah, it's a stupid catchphrase. It's a pretty damn <laughs> bad catchphrase. Okay, here we go. We're talking SmackDown now. We're in order. New problem. It's, it's Jeff's fault. Uh, first thing, Tom Phillips, JBL in the booth tonight. Jeff, this was because of the, the snowstorm. And this this makes me hope that David Otunga moves to fucking Alaska for one. What <laughs> was Otunga due to weather? Because they they uh, if they did they kayfabed it on TV saying he had a movie role he was uh, he was doing. Yeah, he wishes. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen people with less talent and better and not as good bodies get roles. So I could assume he may actually have gotten an acting role. Um, shame Morrow couldn't make it though. I, I think. I mean, I. I prefer Morrow's play-by-play to Tom's personally, and I think his interplay with JBL is a little bit better. But um, I do appreciate having less people in the booth than four. Anna, what did you think of it? I think Tom did a good job, and JBL's been back on track for the past few weeks, so I didn't have a problem with it. Um, my only note was it's like the commentary team got a haircut, and now we can see Tom Phillips' face. And I'm out with those tonight. That's, you know, I have one more. I have one more, and then I'm done. Wow. <laughs> Joel still got my audio. I'm having some issues. No, I have, yeah, we have we your have audio. audio. You're frozen, but we have audio. Thank yeah, we, God. Yeah. So can. it was funny. Wale, friend of the friend of the podcast. I'll say that much. Wale, friend of the podcast on Twitter, said, "How is AJ Styles a heel here?" And my only response was, it's the haircut. <laughs> That's it. That's the How only How dare you? You like that haircut? 
he he works it well. Okay, he's like a walking advertisement. Mm. Don't know about all that. Are we even still live? I wonder if we're even still live right now because the thing is up in the corner. So I'm guessing. What so. the hell? I don't know. We're we're having major technical difficulties. Your audio is your audio is great. I just keep seeing a picture of you from it looks like ten years ago when you had bangs and things like that. <laughs> your mom knows all about the bangs I carry. Anyway. Wow. Okay. Hey, sometimes you got to bite back. Sometimes you got to get immature. Sometimes you got to do that. Actually, I was just being honest about the photo I'm seeing. It's from 10 years ago when you had bangs. I don't know. Check out Jeff's new comedy <laughs> tour, A Thousand Ways to Die in Front of a Crowd. Oh, shoot. You want to talk about mothers. Becky Lynch defeated Natalia. <laughs> Becky Lynch defeated Natalia. Becky Lynch gets aggressive and actually ended up applying an STF. During the commercial, Natalia hits a Michinoku driver outside the ring. And this may be news to you, Jeff, but Natalia used to train at the dungeon. What? Is she related to the hearts in any way? Because that would, that would just be amazing. I don't think she brings it up in every promo that she ever does. Um, I'm a little bit over Natalia as being the workhorse of any women's division right now. I really am. I... She's good, but she never gets to show it. It's like they have restraints on her in some ways. Um, and what I see kind of bores me now, to be honest with you. I, I think Becky was great here, um, throwing her around. but And I think Natty was, was game, don't get me wrong. I just, I just don't see any upside in her. In Natalia? Yeah. Anna, your thoughts? I love seeing her when she's got someone in a hold and she is just, she's loving it and she's having a great time. She's interacting with the audience, but then there's something that gets lost in translation between that and when she cuts a promo. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I can't figure out what the missing link is. Um, It's the scripting. I mean, her, her, her promos are just so cringe. They're real bad. Real bad. Oh, we have two of you. We have Um, two of you. But there was there was Lucky, some you. Oh my god! Is, is it an echo? echo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're okay. Hold on, um, your mom has an echo. <laughs> oh my god. There were some great spots in this match. Um, yeah, Becky Lynch face fuck slapped the hell out of Natty. Um, there's one more after this. And there was an awesome body drop onto the ringside that looked pretty brutal. Um, like I said, it's just, I really wish Becky Lynch would drop the straight fire thing because the only person who can get away with a catchphrase and look like a badass is Bob Barker on Happy Gilmore. And that's it. Yeah. Her, her comebacks are a little, I mean, I, I, I love Becky Lynch. I think, I mean, NXT Becky Lynch is one of my favorite wrestlers, um, ever, and 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 just the, the cartoony comebacks to hit to to go you know the straight fire with the arrow thing is just, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous the flame thing she kind of does it it's like i just i want to respect her for being an athlete not for 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 playing to the audience that that's all mm. yeah and that kind of piggybacks off like 
a consistent thing that happens in WWE, I find, with storytelling and with their characters is that they feel like they need to go into overload in getting across a point with one thing. Like later on in Jumping Ahead, but to the in-camera car, well, yeah, in-car camera angle of Shane's head being rammed through. It's like, no, we get it. You're kind of <laughs> taking away anything that you set up by doing that, by showing us that yeah. angle. We were it's expecting like, his head to get rammed through a car, so we put a camera in there <laughs> for the oh, effect. Crazy. Yeah, and it, and it ultimately destroys any amount of realism you have because it's like, no, you were yeah. just setting up for that shot, and and you've you've <laughs> you've basically broken the fourth wall of, yeah. of 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 this whole thing, and you've you've lost my suspension of disbelief as or my suspect dis. Or, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. You've lost that, and 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 instead you're showing me how the sausage is made, and I, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in go in going along for the thrill ride of WrestleMania, so to speak. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there you go, cringeworthy. Yeah. So, so the, the crowd, crowd wasn't, wasn't having anything, anything played to them tonight. They they were absolutely silent. <laughs> Am I getting, Am I getting more, more audio, audio problems? problems? Yep. Yep. I'm sick, I'm sick of this. You need to log out of one of them. I can't. Yeah, we have two of you up. How about now? Can you mute one of them? I can. Try that. <laughs> you should try that. Night, Testing. Night. There you yes. go. <laughs> Sweet. Guys, we have figured it out for now. The cameras <laughs> are going to be messed up. They're going to be messed up. Get over it. Deal with it. I promise next week these same problems won't happen. If they do, we'll fire Jeff on the air. (laughs) It's his fault. Jeff's supposed to be technically savvy. Jeff, this is supposed to be on you. You've got the fancy mic stand there. (laughs) You're the one with the control booth. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday nights, guys. I I can't even do do like like my name on the screen anymore, for God's sake. Let's talk about the most important thing on this show. The Hogsworth oh, is such a marvel that the man can't wear real jeans. He has to wear worked <laughs> jeans. He wears worked jeans with fake wrinkles and tears in them. Can you believe it? Yes. The boyhood dream has come true. He is a style icon, Sean Ross. I guess, ho- I guess Hogsmania will live forever. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there was a really convoluted setup for the disarm her in that match. Whatever. Uh, Miz TV uh, aired. They showed Maurice and Miz on fire from last week's Talking Smack. This is great. And I think more stuff from Talking Smack should be played for live crowds, whether it's during SmackDown, before SmackDown, maybe during commercials. Like, well, whatever you can do for that. Like, why not? Why not do that more? Anna? Yeah, I agree. Um, especially when you have, I mean, that's when the majority of these people shine as well. You, Baron Corbin and Polo Cruz even has so much more personality on that show. So yeah, there's no reason not to. Um, this segment was awesome. I loved Can, it. Are we going into it? Jeff, I want to hear Jeff's thoughts first. Um, I agree with you. I always find it interesting what they choose to edit. Out of out of yeah. the certain talking smack comments because it's always it, the past few times they they put the Miz stuff on the screen. It's always related to the comments about Daniel Bryan's inability to wrestle. They always <laughs> cut that out 
and they always kind of have to bring it back up in storyline, but without any genuine reaction from him. I always find that fascinating. But yeah, no, Talking Smack is the best show they have on this network. It is a basically an improv workshop with promos, which I think is awesome. And The Miz never fails to disappoint on the show. So yes, play it often and early to all the crowds. Also, at the beginning of the show, AJ Styles like called out Daniel Bryan for bowing up to him and then got frustrated. He's like, you know I can't hit you. Uh, this segment, though, this was awesome, but uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena rushing in like they're the baby faces when I guess technically they are, but like you hear this story about how Nikki Bella blocked Maurice from coming back to the WWE. She also did the same to, to Maria. To Maria, I knew. Him. I didn't. Is this Maurice thing fact, or are they just kind of weaving that in with the Maria nah, story? She was, she was in talks to come back, I do believe. Okay. She said that Nikki Bella was untouchable, did not mention anything about Nikki saying anything in regards to forcing one to feel her. They didn't say anything about her being the untouchable cat whose style is right, or if she could be mistaken for the smooth and silent type. I'll let you all look that one up on your own (laughs) because neither one of you should be on this podcast without knowing what that is from. Look, I just want Pourquois back. That's what I want. I want Maurice's theme back. I think that that is a great theme. Um, My favorite, when when Maurice, before she really got into it, that gleam in her eye when she said, oh, baby girl, I just went, oh, man, here we go. It was so... So great, even though it's in her second language. I, I, I thought that was magnificent by, by both of them. I, 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 as, as I put, there's an angry French-Canadian woman out there proceeding caution in two languages. I mean, she's, she's just great and a great part of this act. Anna, who do you see as the baby faces in this situation? If you see the, if you see the Cena family as the baby faces, that's fine. I will not ostracize you and try to fight you in the streets like a man, like I will in regards to you liking the show in general. I'll punch your face. I bet. Um, the Miz, the Mises, Mises, the Mizanans. Mizan, that's too easy. Um, yes, they essentially they ordered this whole promo. Um, I don't, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess Nikki's going to win. Um, I mean, for the heel in me, I really wish they would just be destroyed. Nothing against them. I like them. But now, now, that, just, now that being said, as awesome as the promo was, the jumping into the arms of John Cena <laughs> with the match was announced was just complete and total carny crap. I'm sorry. No one should ever be that excited over what seems inevitable. I think the Crisley family should have came up and beat all their asses. Oh, jeez. Class not ass, Jeff. Look at at Jeff being classy with his drink there. Mm. Anna... how you feel about Cena, Nikki Bella, Ms. Maurice for WrestleMania? It was officially announced by Daniel Bryan. This is the biggest well, – well, I'll ask Jeff this, but, I mean, this. a lot of people were saying, well, this isn't the right use of John Cena. I think this is more of an endorsement of the Miz. Yeah, I think it's partly that. I think it's – you know, they do always do something for the crossover reality TV audience. 
and this is going to be it. Is, yeah, this the biggest, gonna... is this the biggest mixed tag of all time, Jeff? Probably not. <laughs> is it? I, I don't think so. I, I, I think, I mean, I know there's one on the tip of my tongue I can't think of, probably well, involving there, Savage there was, and Elizabeth. There but... was. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Uh, Savage and Sherry against Sapphire and Dusty. There were yeah. There was The Rock and Lita against Trish and Triple H at a big show, I think. Bad Company and Sherry Martell versus Wendy Richter and I think the... Oh, get out of it. What the hell is Greg bad company? The AWA. Get out of here. Pat Tanaka and, uh, and Paul Diamond. Lady yeah, Orient Pat Express. Tanaka. On, man. Pat Tanaka. <laughs> get out of here. You asked. You I'm asked. embarrassed. You should be. Anna, how, what's this Cena, Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice match doing for you? I think this is definitely the biggest draw that they've had in terms of mixed um given the climate of television and reality tv and all that jazz um and in terms of it being a waste of cena the, cena has done everything else and so to put him in this spot for this year it's not going to be his last wrestlemania i don't i don't have any issue with it it's for a component of an audience who probably aren't regular viewers who are going to tune in for the total divas thing and if they can do it well and do it right, then they potentially have just brought in another demographic to at least watch the preceding Raw or SmackDown. So I think it's I'll, great. I'll bring this up because Anna brings up a point that basically brought up something in my mind. Okay, this is the second year in a row where Cena's not really doing something in terms of the top two or three matches on the card. Because last year he did the the spot with Austin and The Rock when they came down and did all their moves on on the uh, on the Wyatt family, I believe it was against the New Day. Was that the match? I th- no, I he came out with The Rock. Yeah, I know he came out uh, at that time, but I forgot who who they all beat up. They all did their different moves on on people. I thought, or maybe I'm I'm mixing things up. But does John no, Cena? Okay, it, it's 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 it doesn't matter. Does John Cena need one of those top two or three matches next year? I don't it think so. It depends how I mean, long he is left in the company. Okay. Yeah, if he's if he's got days left, if this is a Steve Austin 2003 situation, then yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I don't think it's necessary by any stretch. Um, but this year, I think this is the right move to make. It, it puts the Miz in a higher profile situation. And it allows Nikki Bella to, to be put in that situation as well. Now, the real wild card for me is Maurice, because she hasn't wrestled in five and a half years. Hmm. Anna, what are, what are you expecting out of Maurice? I mean, she's, they're always posting about at the gym and all that kind of stuff. I, and she, she did it for so long. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some ring rust, but I don't know. I mean, it's not really, they're not really building the feud based on in-ring technique. 
um, I think for what the match is, I think she'll deliver and she'll kick ass. What did not kick ass was this Mickey James versus Alexa Bliss match. <laughs> this was a big pile of dog shit. This was real wow. bad. Mickey saved a couple of sloppy spots at the last second, but then Alexa still dropped her on her head. WWE seems really dead set on not having any first-time matches on pay-per-view anymore, but I guess Mickey and Alexa are going to face each other. But I'm real glad this didn't happen on pay-per-view because I would have been pissed off. Hmm. I would have been livid. This crowd was silent, and I hate to keep trashing the pants, even though I don't really. They make Mickey James' kicks look like shit, and she throws a lot of kicks. Jeff, this was this was bad. But what did you think? As you long as you it. thought it was bad. Uh, well, you hate you hated it more than I did. I didn't. I, it didn't offend me viscerally like it did you. I didn't think it was as crisp. I thought the, I thought it was mostly to get Mickey James a visual pinfall over the Listen, champ. I, I'm going to need match. both of these women to release their 2005 tax mm. returns after this pile Jeez. of shit. <laughs> uh, they both pay the alternative minim- minimum tax, and that'll be the end of it. No, I, look, I think it was just for the point of getting Mickey James the pinfall over. Alexa Bliss, I almost called her Becky Lynch for some reason. Alexa Bliss going into the going into the match. I think Carmella will probably get a pin next week against Alexa Bliss. I'll probably make that match in some sort of tag or something to that effect, or she'll end up kicking her again. They're all just basically trying to get get you to think that someone's going to be able to beat her. And I don't think it's going to be any of the four that are currently in the match. I think it's going to be someone not announced. Anna, your thoughts on this match? Well, presumably Naomi's going to be the one to come back for that match and take it. I would hope. Yeah. So I just, uh, like, I get this title reign of Alexa's was just an impromptu um, placeholder thing, but it still kind of pisses me off to see her getting pinned so much and so easily. She was the champ for quite, you know, not that long a time, but it it was good. And I'm biased. I love Alexa Bliss. And I wish that they kept the title on her because I think given her attitude and given her potential, she could have actually done something pretty damn awesome with it. But, you know, if they're not going to keep the title on her, at least let her look strong at times. I mean, she has the short person syndrome thing down to a T. She's me when I'm hangry, but just all the time. I don't know. Yeah, two two sets of champions lost on this show. Well, uh, I think. Did Mickey James win this yeah. match? I tried to black it out from my yeah, memory. She, she yeah, she her. did. Now, here, here's the real question I have for you, Anna. Did Baron Corbin cross the line last week in his attack on Dean Ambrose? <laughs> there is one answer to this question. Well, he didn't say No, wrong, wrong. The answer is cross, cross the, the line. line. That's the only answer. Oh, I didn't have myself to blame for that. Yes, you do. Sure do. That's all we're going to say about that. That is a performance center thing. You all got to cut that shit out. Notice the little Errol Flynn thing. He's he's shying away from it. I think he's stepping down from the Mustache Mountain Challenge. Well, Jim Ross seems to think he's on board with your boy that they need to stop scripting. Uh, Baron yeah. Corbin, but I don't know because we saw last week a bunch of women in a pretty terrible talking segment, and they needed to be scripted pretty badly. So we got. Do we need to talk about Dolph Ziggler, Mojo Rawley? I know that 
Mojo Raleigh <laughs> flicked some sweat onto Dolph Ziggler, and that was gross. <laughs> it was bronzer, I think. I think he got some of Dolph's bronzer on him, and he just <laughs> threw it back cool. on him. Dolph gets a win, uh, but Mojo tosses him over the top rope. I do like that Ziggler's playing the angry old get-off-my-lawn guy that's accused of being the one who <laughs> held him down for years. That's kind of cool. Jeff, what do you think about Ziggs and Mojo? The ultimate warrior. That's what I call Mojo. <laughs> um, oh, geez. You know, I... If this leads to Dolph doing something, I'm all for it. But I just think this is kind of a placeholder thing for now. I mean, it, it's nice to tease the whole battle royal aspect of it, and it looks like I guess Dolph's in it now too. Um, you know, it, it was there. It got a guy that's not going to do very well in the battle royal will win in Mojo, and uh, and we move on with our lives. I didn't think too much of it. Mojo won the match. Sorry about that. Yes. I, I just I just didn't care. <laughs> this Randy Orton Bray Wyatt segment was weird. Jeez, please. Oh man, I you know it was going well until Randy said I could hear her screams, and I go, "She's dead. She's gone. She's a myth. She doesn't exist." If you were hearing oh. screams, you're also hearing voices in your head, and that's the problem. Okay, well, so. I may or may not have made love to a Ya Boy t-shirt on last night's <laughs> Raw podcast. But whatever That's... Bray Wyatt did with those ashes made me look tame in comparison. He got Sister Abigail's alleged ashes, and I, I wish you all had a visual on me right now, but he just rubbed it all over him, coated himself up real good, nice, and deep-like, and just... <laughs> Oh, man. This is creepy. Sorry y'all so can't Orton, see this. Orton says he couldn't beat the Wyatts. He joined them. Then he found out what would make Bray Wyatt the weakest, and now Bray is alone. Bray was like, nah, son. I got her powers. Give me your powers. Boy, he did. He, he, oh, man. That was weird. Rubbed her ashes <laughs> all over him and screamed. Now, what I want to know is, how is AJ led away and fired, but Brady Orton can burn a person's home down and he's in the main event of WrestleMania? Jeff. Well, it's like the Avengers defend the mortal realm and Doctor Strange the magical realm. They have no rules against the supernatural that happens on SmackDown. And I'm hoping that... Basically, Bray Wyatt burns Cowboy Bob Orton. Oh, That's Jesus. what I hope is the, the reverse. Or, or, even, or even, you know what? Or even, um, uh, oh, God, I can't even remember his name anymore. Who's the little brother? Ari O. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Bray's brother. Cousin. Oh, Bray's brother. Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Yeah, He's one of the same number of matches. Pull a Stannis Baratheon and put him on a funeral pyre and just burn him up. Rub the ashes all over yourself. Sister Anagail, any thoughts? Um, sorry, I'm just trying to move on from that comment from Jeff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, by that thinking, though, shouldn't Corbin have been taken off to jail as well for nearly crushing a man to death? He burned just- a fucking house <laughs> down, guys! Well, and do we know if Eric Rowan's okay? I keep asking this every fucking week, and we still haven't seen him. Well, I but hope part of not- me. 
I hope he's okay enough to face American Alpha at WrestleMania. Not that anybody think, gives a shit about them right now. I think now. arson's in the WWE rule book, isn't it? Yeah, Sean? there ain't shit in that oh, rule okay. book. Let me tell you. <laughs> Look, the only issue I have with this, I mean, Bray confirmed that Anna, Anna Abigail is the spawn of Satan. That's that was nice. Um, and then he proceeded to eat dirt and her ashes and bathe in it. That. It's all very Shakespearean. Cool. My biggest issue, though, is if by doing this and saying that her soul is now within me, which is, I'm sorry, weird. She's your sister as well, dude. But, you know, we've all, yeah, we know that's going on there. If this means that we are never actually going to see, don't look at me like that, Jeff. We all know what's going on there. (laughs) Um, If this means we are never actually going to see a physical sister Abigail, I'm not cool with that because that is whole character that is pre-written for someone to step into and destroy pretty much even at this point if it was Bo Dallas stepping in a sister Abigail I wouldn't care like it I would figured be it out. amazing I figured it out sister Abigail is going to come out of Bray Wyatt and, it's, and he's going to be Asuka are you going to so say Bray, that- Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's turning into Asuka there we go it- is this like a, a May Young kind of sure. situation? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. And I was like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. They could do a segment where Bray Wyatt gave birth to an adult woman and it wouldn't be anywhere near the weirdest or most illogical thing that they've done on TV. So <laughs> any, anything's possible. That's pretty much the situation that we're in right now. Damn it, people like science fiction. Bring that in. (laughs) Oh, American Alpha looked poised to be a part of a big angle that didn't happen. They were in Pittsburgh, put American Alpha in the main event, and of course they got We Want Angle Chance. Why wouldn't they? Kurt Angle's there. Mm -hmm. I like that the Usos have reinvented themselves, and the match is fine, but this is just among one of the worst crowds I've ever seen. Like, in recent WWE memory... They didn't have a lot to cheer about to their credit. It was it was pretty terrible. Well, when half the match is spent with a little camera in in the bottom showing Shane walking around backstage and that's it. I mean, oh, this is exactly what I was talking about on, you know on Saturday, was? talking sheet. It's like, put your fucking talent over. Stop. Oh, yeah, anyway. You know what this was? This was 1996 Hour One Nitro. Where you'd, yeah, have the luch- where you'd have the luchadors out there killing themselves with a great match, and they'd be constantly, oh, who's in this limo in the back? Oh, is it the yep. NWO? Ah. You know, that crap. <laughs> As opposed to concentrating on the guys in the match. That, that's all that was, and was driving me nuts that, that they went for all that just to have – see, I thought for sure – Shane was locking out Jamie Noble and Dave Finley out the door when they when he pushed Jamie in before him just to come back into the ring. No, it was just to show him come outside to make a two second announcement and go off the air. That was that yeah, was me off. USA was far too excited to run Grizzly knows best and cut <laughs> that shit off because Shane hobbled out and said, "He's got an opponent nap done." Class not ass back on my screen. And now for pro wrestling in terms of Grizzly Knows Best. Yeah. 
Um, okay, but so... I, but I liked the match. I thought the match itself was pretty darn good, yeah. but you're right. This audience wasn't giving them much. I mean, I, I mean, as, as I said, while you were having audio difficulties, I was watching the audience watch this match, and I couldn't understand why they weren't more into it. They just weren't into anything tonight. They were really quiet during Alexa and Mickey. They were really quiet during this. It's just, it just wasn't their night. Maybe it was the snow. Maybe, I mean, wait, is, is it snowing a lot in Pittsburgh? I assume. You're talking to an Australian. You're talking to an Australian and a Californian, and you're asking if yeah. we know if there's snow in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Thank I you. figured. I make those occasionally. <laughs> Rarely. Rarely. Yeah, I didn't think this. I thought this was honestly among one of the worst SmackDowns since the brand split. Anna, your thoughts? Even though you, you told me that you loved it and you're looking at me like I'm a fool, but you can't see yeah. me very well right now. So it I can matter. still see you. Like, yeah, you um, have a window open. I can see, we can both see you. Like I, there, were, there were a lot of issues, but I feel like there were three segments that I hate using this word, that trumped the other stuff, that it, it didn't matter. It just, they kind of blew everything else away that it elevated the rest of the episode. And to actually talk about the whole AJ Shane stuff, like, I was so sold as this stuff was happening, as his head went through that car window which was so extreme, unnecessarily so, but that just, it won my heart in that second. And then slowly throughout the rest of the episode, the good grace that that spot and that segment bought us or bought them for us, because let's face it, the majority of people are pissed that AJ is in this match with Shane. And I think rightly so. Um, But it started to unravel that by once again taking taking any kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? I just went blank. No, good job. Good job, Jeff. uh, By diverting diverting from what was actually happening with all the rest of the talent and putting it back on Shane, which Mm -hmm. is highlighting the exact issue that people have with this match in the first place. Hey, Shane's over already. Shane's over already. He's not the problem. And that, that's, the, the issue no, is I what JBL it. was, yeah, but it's what JBL was saying on whatever, what was that show called that they did bring last the night? Yeah, and they were saying that they have to bring back in Goldberg and Lesnar to do these matches because none of the current roster is over. I'm sorry, but that's on WWE. You have the talent. You're just not giving them any room or space to do something about it. Jeff, did you and see the... Jeff, did you see the, the image that was tweeted last week where somebody had made a mock poster and said if... 2017 booked WrestleMania in the Attitude Era, and it showed like Bruno and Hogan and all these old people that would have been. And that was been... Brian Maxwell Man that did that. Who is it? Brian Maxwell Brian Man. Man. There you Former go. Creative team member, I believe. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I saw it. I, you know, I. Again, I'm kind of in between you and Anna here on 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 SmackDown. I, I, it was. I came out of it feeling very neutral. I thought, you know, they did some okay stuff. They did some stuff that wasn't that good. Um, I, I, for me, I, and I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll put to you two if I'm, if I'm overthinking this a bit. I liked Daniel Bryan and I liked Shane in these, in these vignettes in terms of playing management with AJ Styles. 
I just found AJ Styles' anger to be a little bit too cartoony for my tastes. It didn't feel like it was it was playing to the back of the room rather than I felt a genuine sense of rage. Well, his, up until, his, his has up until been the, for a while. Sorry to interrupt. Up, yeah, ahead. no, up until the point up until the point he rammed Shane's head through a window. <laughs> and then that was that was interesting where it's like uh <laughs> Finley comes out to, to kind of shoo AJ away, and AJ goes, Don't touch me. And Finley goes, Calm down. <laughs> I was like AJ's already calm. I don't know what you're thinking right here, but he's already he's already lowered his adrenaline on this thing. I'd love to see AJ versus Finlay, to be honest. But um, yeah, but yeah, I, I found AJ. I mean, and I agree with Anna on the hair. I, it's not doing it for me. Um, or is it you, Sean? That I'm no, it's me. It's me. She one. loved the hair. I, I the Brett it's girl the whole thing. Package. No, I no. I'm getting tired of hearing you talking about everybody's package, to be quite honest with you. Unless we're talking Hogsworth here. No, that's your territory. I wouldn't impede on that. You better not. Anyway, AJ's, like, aggression has, I mean, traditionally cartoonish, though. Even with the club, I thought it was. Agreed. Jeff, any final thoughts on this show? I just gave them, so I'm going to (laughs) pass. Anna, any final thoughts on this show? I mean, every week, I think SmackDown for me is already in favor because it's not Raw. Mm-hmm. And I hate that that's the case. Um, but I think it, it has gotten to the point where going into the shows before anything even happens, the level of excitement is significantly different. Um, so it could be a really shitty show, but in comparison, it will probably seem pretty great. I have a final question for you. Do you think that there is a tag team match for SmackDown on the WrestleMania card? Yeah, I think there has to be somehow. Okay. I mean, even if it's a multi-man type of thing, but I mean, it's it's right there. You've got, I mean, the Usos just won, but I mean, Harper and Rowan, I, I don't know why you wouldn't just reunite them, have them challenge. Why You could do that in one week. I think it's probably going to be the one-on-one they team. Need yeah, I think they're going to keep them off. I think it's going to be a one-on-one team though, because I think they're going to – since they're already doing the three-way for Raw, I don't think they want to do another yeah. three-way. But just after what happened tonight with the whole Shane thing happening at the same time, it kind of negates any kind of build towards a WrestleMania match. Yeah. They've got a lot of rebuilding to do if that's the case. Guys, I'm going to end this trash fire of a show right now. Any questions you all have, save them for tomorrow's show with Jimmy Van, which we should still be able to do. He's got some business meetings, but hey, worst case scenario, you can register for free at Fightful.com for that Shane, uh, Shane Helms and Matt Riddle show, early access to those. Also talking to a couple other people, fun, exciting times. Of course, head over to Fightful.com for all your wrestling news results, photos, videos, interviews, podcasts good time prowrestlingtees.com slash sean ross sap get your fightful t-shirts and a your boy t-shirt until next time guys we're out <laughs>